I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on over there, Kellen? Yeah, I think we're both back in our home territories now, yeah? We are. A few are. days of travel, and uh, it looks are. like uh, your blurred background is your home, and my blurred background <laughs> is my home. <laughs> oh, I forgot you took all your signs down. I didn't yeah, know oh, you were yeah. home, because I was like, oh no, I don't see the signs, but I forgot you yeah. took them down a while ago. Well, because yeah, for a minute I had my artwork up, because uh, it felt cute, and it was going with everything. Uh, and then over the summer, I had a few art shows, so it was a reason to take the art down and to like send it off to these places. And then since it's been boxed up, I haven't taken it back out. Mm. Um, low key, it's kind of like trying to. Here's the thing: I'm trying to like make my space a little uh, less inviting and welcoming, so that like it pushes me to move on to my next phase. Uh, because although I have been enjoying my time here back at home in Spokane with my family and whatnot, I am ready to, uh, start making my moves back to, uh, different places, uh, in different spaces. So yeah, the, the art hasn't hit the walls again uh, and I don't know that it will. We'll see. We'll see. It's okay. Well, I like the idea of the whole... You know, basically ending one phase and wanting to step into the next phase because realistically, like we are products of our environments and there that's such kind of like a broad way of putting it from obviously there's, you know, making sure it's clean and not cluttered because a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. But then also what you see every day also influences you in direction you're going in. So I'm with you. Like, I, I think that's an awesome idea. I think it's good to switch it up every now and then when you're ready to, like, you know, go into a new chapter, a new phase in your life, etc. Because, oh, I, I mean, it's like a vision board, in a sense. Yes. Like, your home is like a vision board. And, like, what you see, you look up to and you want to relate to. And so, I'm all for it. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, my vision board uh, clears that or, I don't know, gets gets a little bit better because right now I'm staring at white walls. Uh, and I don't know that I want <laughs> white walls in my <laughs> in my future. <laughs> However, for the moment, it's like, Not okay. There, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, uh, how about you? How's everything going? I'm good. I just got back from Lapway yesterday Ooh-hoo. morning. Your girl took that Ooh-hoo. red eye. And so now I'm here for a few weeks, so I'm really just going to focus on work, stay super focused, get some new things, plant some new seeds. Um, So yeah, I mean, it's been good to be home. Always when I get home, it's like, okay, I really want to rest, but I have so much to catch up on on, (laughs) at the same time. So... I have been do playing catch up, but I do think like who whenever people travel, I feel like you have to have like twenty four hours off, like as soon yeah, as you land, like or you get home. Like traveling is strenuous, not only in your body, it sets off your neurotransmitters. Shout out to my sister Chloe because she told me mine were off. I didn't know what that meant, and so I had to Google it, and I was like, "That's totally me." <laughs> okay, so, then. go off. 
It's good to take at least 24 hours to just recoup, readjust, you know, give yourself some self-care before jumping all the way back into the deep end. So I kind of just slept in this morning, got up and then started my day. So yeah, I live. I got back from L.A. two days ago. So Tuesday uh, and definitely did the same thing. I got in uh, about five o'clock Pacific time. And then uh, came home, and my room was low-key a mess, because when I left, I was, like, kind of scrambling. Uh, so, yeah, I cleaned up my room. I did laundry. I changed my sheets. Um, I started to, like, organize my beads and put everything away. Vacuum, dusted, like, did everything to, like, clear out the space. Because uh, I was like, all right, now that I'm returning back to my home space, like, I want to, like, clean everything out and, like, be able to start fresh. Uh, and then, yeah, Tuesday going into Wednesday, I was like, this is a no alarm type of day. Uh, and so, yeah, I slept like a good 11 and a half hours. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant, absolutely beautiful. Uh, and then yesterday, I didn't really do nothing. Like, I got up and kind of lazed about and got some food in me, did some beating. Uh, and that was about it. Like, the the easiest day off. Uh, because yeah, very much what you're saying. It's like, uh, the rest is needed. And then even today I actually did like a second, no alarm day and I slept probably like a good nine, 10 hours this past night as well. So it's like the body clearly can use the rest. So I'm just like definitely grateful to be able to grant it that bit of rest, especially on the other side of travel. Seriously. And it's like, even when you feel like you got enough sleep, like your body's going to kick in somewhere one of those nights <laughs> to where you're going to sleep for 10 or 12 hours. Cough, cough. That was me me last night. But it's just like, you're like, you're only going to get away with so much and your body's going to be like, hey, uh-uh, you're going to sleep for a few more hours or you're going to mm-hmm. feel terrible all day because you need extra sleep. Like your body needs to catch up. So especially with yours going through so much physical, what's the word? Like, you know work like I don't know yeah, but, yeah. Uh, go, going through all of that and for so long from you know your rehearsals from your play then your actual play and then on top of that you got nerves so it's just like I don't blame you I would probably sleep like <laughs> a rock for 24 hours <laughs> oh my gosh and I can too that's that's the wild thing it's like if I do allow my body to just like lay back and not do anything I can sleep like an entire day easy days Uh, the one thing that does kind of trip me out about extended hours of sleep though, is like whenever I sleep more than I want to say like six or seven hours, if I get to like eight to 10 or eight to 12, uh, my dreams get really weird. They get like super deep or like Mm. super just like twisted, uh, and not even like fully in bad ways you know how, like when you, when you dream sometimes and it's like super real, and you feel like you're there and then there's like all these things my dreams can get so crazy and i notice that when i get more than seven hours so if i'm like eight plus uh that Mm -hmm. my dreams will get like that where i'm just like in these really intense situations uh so it's kind of funny like i enjoy being able to sleep that much and on this at the exact same time it's like sometimes i go through some really crazy things because of my dreams i'm like dang girl was i really resting because i was low-key stressed or like or this whole thing was super exciting. I don't know. The other day, like, I dreamt that I was, like, kicking it with the Carters. Like, easy days. Like, it was mm-hmm. nothing. We were just in a, a group. And and I was, like, I was super excited the entire time. And yet so chill because I was, like, oh, this is natural. Yeah, I know that this was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah, everybody was, like, cool and kicking it. Uh, 
And I just remember like being on edge, you know, the entire time. Because <laughs> here I am like with, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce and Blue Ivy just like all around me, Mama Tina, you know, I'm like, oh, this is like a high, a high energy situation if it were in real life. Yet here I am in my slumber and like trying to be chill um, and trying to rest. Uh, anyways, I always have like these, these crazy like dreams when I sleep forever and ever. Uh, so it's like the, I don't want to say the trade off yet. It is something that I have found accompanies my large sleep nights. I don't know. <laughs> Random That's aside. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That sounds like it's crazy how deep of a sleep you have. Like me, I have to have eight hours, like minimum. Like let's say I okay. get seven hours and 30 minutes. Like I'm going to be tired the next day because I get my <laughs> last 30 minutes. I don't know what it is, but I need like at least eight. But I don't mind. I used to like hate having to sleep that long. I'm like, Michaela, you can't sleep this long. But then when I've seen like Oprah gets nine, some on like big ballers sleep 10. And I'm like, Michaela, chill. Like what's for you? Always be for you. You're not missing anything. <laughs> like Just yes. get your rest. And so I realized my number is eight. Like it has to be eight. Um, but yeah. I shoot for nine so that hopefully I can get like seven and a half to eight, maybe eight and a half. Because mm-hmm. uh, like I, I also do windows because I'm like, um, oh, I, I want to be asleep by 1130. Right. And then mm-hmm. I don't go to sleep till like 12, 12, 15, you know, so yeah. like I give myself the window. You have uh, to have that window. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. scientifically, they say it takes at least 30 minutes for you to fall asleep. Oh, so word? when I'm like down, let's say I want to be an early riser, right? If I'm down uh-huh. by 930, I know I'll fall asleep between 10 and 1030 if I'm tired. But now if yeah. I'm not tired, then your girl has that melatonin on deck, which I use <laughs> quite often. <laughs> um, I'm not addicted to it. You can't get addicted to the one that I have. I only use it if i'm like wide awake and it's like yeah. four o'clock in the morning or midnight and i gotta get up early but um otherwise yeah they say it takes about 30 minutes to an hour for you to fall asleep so i always include that into my bedtime prep like okay right? i'm gonna sit here and do this but but yeah yeah i mean no, some I, people I, oh no go ahead no i was like i feel that that's all i was like gonna say i was just gonna say some people like they say well i know it's i hear it way too often like the blue light from your screen obviously keeps you up and gets you energized anything with a screen um you want to make sure that it's off one thing i do like i I recently mentioned in one of our episodes is i put my phone across the room to where i can't even hear it vibrate um so i don't look at it until i'm actually up (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then um so a lot of people you know they always recommend like reading a book or whatever to kind of zone you out so yeah well turning off like not having a screen whatsoever i think those are some of the things yeah because i find uh yeah when i when i do have like a 45 minute on average going to sleep time where Mm -hmm. like your mind is racing or whatever i'm like okay like i want to dial this back i want it to be around the 15 minute mark if i can or whatever you know so it's like it's not super long because uh, I get stressed out when I'm in bed and I'm like, I want to sleep and I'm there for an hour, hour and a half. And like, you're just there with your eyes closed, trying to relax, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be like, all right, brain, you can turn off now. Um, and so, yeah, then when I notice when I get into those areas where it's taken me a while to fall asleep, yeah, I definitely like think back and I'm like, okay, well, I definitely was on my phone or on my laptop until, you know, five minutes before bed. So mm-hmm. then, yeah, trying to like bring in the practice of getting off a screen, maybe like an hour before bed or two hours before bed, if possible, even like yeah. 30 minutes where it's like, OK, I'm no longer looking at my phone. I'm no longer looking at my laptop. I don't have a TV on. So, yeah, like what you're saying, like reading a book or like if I just beat a little bit, 
Um, oh, it would be amazing if I got my yoga mat, yoga mat out and like actually stretched a little bit. That would probably be awesome too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet the, the biggest thing I usually do is like at least try to turn off my phone, try to turn off the screens. And then I haven't been reading yet. Yeah, I'll bead. I definitely will be easy days. Uh, and yeah, the blue light. Yeah. The blue light erasure, like blue light minimalization towards, especially towards the end of the night. I find is like a big helping factor uh, mm. when I'm trying to like get better at falling asleep. Yeah. Um, and I'll even unplug a lot of the things in my room. So like I, what I, I like to listen to uh, frequencies like sound healing, like sound baths or just like frequency hurts. Mm. Uh, so I'll go on YouTube. I'll connect uh, my laptop to my Amazon device. Again, I'm not going to say the name because <laughs> then they'll chime into the conversation. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to chime in too. I'm like, girl, go sit down somewhere. You're not connected to the internet. <laughs> right. Uh, and if you say anything similar, like even BB Rexa, then it's like, what? Were you trying to call me? Like, no, mm-hmm. not at all. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, uh, I'll connect uh, that, my laptop to the speaker, and then I'll put on like a frequency hertz, um, go to YouTube and I'll find like any sound frequency and then I'll put that low and then I'll turn down the entire brightness on my screen. So it's like black and then I'll flip or I'll bend my laptop screen so that it's almost all the way closed so that there's mm-hmm. like limited to no light coming out of there. Uh, and then I have like two chargers in my room that have kind of like a little red and or blue light on them. So I'll unplug them at night uh, because, yeah, I like to keep my room as dark as possible. I saw somewhere, I think it was like a TED Talk or somewhere on YouTube, basically like a study of sleep and like having limited light come to you uh, helps uh, in your your productive sleep, like getting good sleep. So, you know, they did a study where it's like they had one light on a person or like maybe like this, whatever. Like, And then there was like some ratio, like per light, it reduces the quality of your sleep this much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I can, I try to like reduce any even like little tiny lights in my room so that it's like as dark as possible. Uh, to return to to the natural thing that like our bodies as animal beings uh, have known for millennia, you know, like pre- prior to uh, electricity and you know this manufactured light that we've had in our lives. When it was dark out, it was dark out, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and our bodies knew, okay, it's it's time to go down for the night and yeah. rise up with with the with the sun the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, working to try to facilitate that type of life here in this internet slash uh, electricity connected world I live in. Yeah, I need light. Like, so like, I'll keep the light on until I'm tired, until I'm like dead tired. And then I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm drifting. I'm going to turn the light off. And then I roll roll over and go to sleep because I hate (laughs) when I'm not tired. I don't know why. It's like when I turn the light off and I'm not completely tired yet, that's just going to make me lay there for hours and hours and hours. So usually I keep the lamp on until I fall asleep or I'll keep the TV on before I get dead tired and feel me drifting. Or sometimes like... On a good night, I can turn everything off and go to sleep. That means I'm tired. That's like a hell. I'm going into a healthy sleep. Um, so I try to do that, but then 
But it also, it's just habits too, because at one point I did shut everything completely off and that was that queued up in my mind. Okay, it's bedtime. So then I'll fall off track to where I'm like, oh, I'm not tired. I just want to hear something until I fall, go go to sleep. So I'm one of those people that will turn some turn the TV on, roll over and close my eyes. Yes. Like, and then I'll put the sleep timer on and it will just cut off after an hour, hour and a half. My mom and my sister is the exact same way. I think my dad's like that too. To where when they're getting ready for bed, they'll turn the TV on and then go to sleep and not watch it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it just depends. But sleep is hard. Sleep has always been a struggle. I even bought a book on sleep. When I like one week, one solid week, it was just like I was not sleeping. Like I would go to sleep at 7 a.m., wake up at like 4 p.m. and then start my day. And so and especially with traveling so much, my sleeping can be it's it's predictable to where it's it's predict- predictably unpredictable. And so um, I get used to my, my sleeping patterns are always off the wall. But right now they're pretty decent. But I'll have all these different things that I have to do and know I need to do when I need to do them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, then it, it's for me, I, I've been getting like reg or I've been working to like make my sleep regular if I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that like I picked up in the last few months again. Um, is showering right before bed. Uh, yeah, and now I feel, yeah, yeah. Um, so like I've done that off and on throughout my life. Yeah. It's, it's back on an on period where it's like, I, I tried it too. Like, I don't know, a couple months ago where I was like one night I was like trying to go to bed without showering and I just laid there and I was just like, <laughs> like I, I couldn't relax. I just felt grody. And so then I had to like get up and go shower. Uh, and then, was able to like finally fall asleep um so yeah things like that where it's like finding ways or so then it becomes a habit basically you know kind of like flossing and brushing your teeth or washing Mm -hmm. your face whatever those things are where it's like okay before I go to bed I know that these are the things that I need to do or that I want to do in order to like help maximize my sleep yeah Uh, because yeah like 18 months ago into like two years ago, like I wasn't sleeping well and it was really coinciding or like happening at the exact same time that like my mental health was really on like a really not good place. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I found in those moments when I wasn't sleeping that it was only contributing to um, that decline in like my, my emotional and mental state. Uh, And so one of the things that the therapist that I was seeing at the time recommended was me journaling and documenting my sleep. And so that's one thing that I would do. I would like write down, I would do like one little writing thing at the end of the night. And then I'd write down like what time I went to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then in the morning I would write what time I woke up and I would kind of like gauge the quality of my sleep. Mm -hmm. And I started that, I want to say like in a, in January and and I kept it up until about June of that year. Uh, And I found like how my sleep got better and better. And as my, sleep got better my my mental fortitude my mental strength got better you know and it really helped me uh and then like an added thing that I put in there on top of that was uh right when I woke up in the morning then I started started writing my dreams uh, and this mm-hmm. is back when I didn't have to like be at a job at like eight thirty or 9 in the morning you know I had my entire morning free to myself so whether I woke up and wrote for five minutes or woke woke up and, and wrote for 35 minutes, it didn't matter because I didn't have to be somewhere at a certain time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that was like super powerful too. Cause then like I was telling you, like my dreams can get super intense sometimes. So then like, as soon as I woke up, I would just like write out what my dreams were and how I felt. Uh, and then like talk about like the quality of my sleep. And I have that journal here somewhere. Uh, again, I, it only lasted for about five or six months that I really documented my sleep. Yeah. Putting that one little thing into action really did help, uh, mm. help me in, in the long run. And now here a year and a half later, like where I, I'm not having to do like that physical stuff, which I would love to pick that up again now that I'm talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you know, just even consciously being able to like make different choices and, and put in other habits where like now I, I do have like these set things uh, that help me to get myself prepared or like so that I feel like I'm getting good sleep, you know? Yeah. Uh, even even to having those sound frequencies flowing in, in the background, like I, I have it real low yet. I know that like those vibrations are like moving through my body. And, and so like, it's, even while I'm sleeping, I'm like allowing something natural to kind of like help cozy me through. I know some people listen to like manufactured rain or water or, you know, bird sounds or wind, you know, mm-hmm. there's like those different calming things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's been kind of cool noticing how in the past two and a half to three years, uh, focusing on just a little bit of change that I can put in, in my sweet sleep quality, um, mm-hmm. has been like showing up in really cool ways. Yeah. I think that's awesome though. I like how you journaled everything, especially your dreams. So my mom has wild dreams okay. and she'll text me first thing in the morning. She's like, I don't want to forget. And she'll text someone in our family, but she'll use, she'll, she'll lay out everything that she remembered from her dream. And I'm like, you really need to start writing these down. Like you could use these for like a movie production, <laughs> like oh, with how crazy that they are. And so I don't think she has yet, but, but I think it's really cool that you kind of, especially at, at the beginning when you started tracking, when you go to sleep, when you wake up or, you know, just everything, all the specifics of your sleep. Um, because like realistically, and I, it, I probably mentioned this before, but it only takes what, two weeks to 30 days to, to make a habit. And so by understanding your cues and what's working and what's not working, like that's the best thing you could possibly do. And it's like, when you're serious about it, that's when you'll break out the journal and start writing things down. Cause I did that before I wanted, I'm like, I want to be a morning person. And this was like years ago. And I wrote time, I wrote, wrote down every time I woke up, if I didn't wake up before, let's say 8 a.m. or something, then I would have to do something. Like I gave myself a consequence or when I would wake up so many times and I'd give myself a reward. So being able to track what you wanted when you lay by laying out what you want to do and then track what you're currently doing and what's not working and your goals might sound like a lot. It's really not too much when you really are, you know, trying to go towards that habit. Um, but the best thing you can do is just track it and then stick with it. So um, that's cool that you did that with your sleep. I did that with like brushing my teeth. So like a couple years ago, like I never used to brush my teeth every night, floss, mouthwash, the whole thing. And yeah. then I'm like, you know what? I really just want to start taking care of my teeth. It was just like last year to me, no, probably like two years ago, like I said, to where even though I'm just tired, I'm just used to like hitting the bed. And so I'm like, no. And so now I have this whole routine where I just do it all. Like I set myself up like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Like I just take my time getting ready for bed and it feels amazing. And when I don't floss or, you know, if I don't, if I ran out of floss or if I'm somewhere and I forgot to bring it and then it feels weird, you know, it feels gross or whatever. And so that's, 
you know, the outcome of that habit. And so it's a good habit. It sounds bad, but it's a great habit to have to know that, yeah, I've been on the right track. And when I'm not on the right track, it feels a little bit off or whatever. So, but yeah, the showering thing too, that feels really good when you go to sleep. But then sometimes I think morning showers work too. Like when I, I think I mentioned this before about cold showers, like a lot of entrepreneurs recommend yes. cold showers in the morning. And I don't get it cold. I'll get it just a little bit more. <laughs> you know, I'll get it on a warmer spot as opposed to hot and then yes. right before I get out I'll blast it to cold for and stand there for like a good five or ten seconds and then get out and that wakes me up gets me going for the morning okay um, but yes. both of them are really good habits yeah I guess even if you shower twice I mean some people do that I never understood that first of all and whoever <laughs> wants to break it down to me please do but like people who shower at night and in the morning I'm like what would you doing in your sleep like I understand if you're tired you know but if you're yeah. just going to bed to wake up like I never really understood that. I mean, I, my hygiene is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I don't understand at night. Like, you're going to bed at 11 o'clock, you take a shower, you're going to wake up, take a shower at, like, 6 a.m. Like, I just, I never got that. But anyway, but, yeah, everybody has different habits. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, work, do what works for you. But I think when you're serious about a habit, like, you'll you'll fall into it very, very easily. There's times in my life where low-key I'll shower, like, three to four times a day uh, because, like... It, so, like, say when I'm working out, um, like, when I work out heavy, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll shower to start my day, and then I'll do a workout, say, in the that, afternoon, yes, or, you know, understand. so then it's like, I've then I shower it, again, yeah. and mm-hmm. then, and then again, like, if it's one of those times where I'm on or off about, like, my shower before sleep, then it's like, well, I, I you know, I showered last at five, um, yet now I'm going to bed, and it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, like, I, 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 want to shower I can again. see that because you know? I can see it if it's like it's if it's giving you a feeling if it's calming yeah. you down. But if people are showering like oh I just feel gross, but like you clearly took one at night in the morning. It's like okay you're not taking it for the effects. You're just taking it because you think you got dirty in your bed for the last few. Hours. Okay, we're gonna pause on that. One. I mean everybody has a right to get dirty in the bed. I'm just saying if you are single or you're not getting dirty in your bed, why like do why I don't know I don't understand. But now I do understand it on your point of view to where okay if it's to relax you and then you you know that makes you calm the you know the heat whatever calms you to go to bed but then when you want to wake up and do like what i said to where you want to take a cold shower each day going i understand that yeah yeah but some people aren't go-getters like that but they just like (laughs) and it's your prerogative but yeah i can see three i can see three to four four showers a day you know it all depends on what you're doing that's not a, a common thing by any means uh i think you know it's only like in in like my high times like when when I'm when I like say like a, I have like a, a gym membership or I have like a yoga membership or I'm going to like Barry's boot camp so like I, I know that like I'm going to these workouts every day so like mm-hmm. yeah like I said the top of my day I'd get up and I shower so I go do my stuff and then I don't have my workout classes till the afternoon then after my workout I want to shower because I'm I've been sweating like crazy you know yeah then go home do whatever cook dinner chill out okay i'm about to kick back go to sleep like let me shower before bed because i again i feel like if i don't well and, and like i said the, the shower before bed is an off and on thing it's not always an on thing for me but right mm-hmm. now in my life it's an on yeah, thing yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it depends like I, there's it been depends. moments where it's like that and then there's moments where like i i won't shower for like a while because i'm just like i'm not going anywhere i'm just at home it's just me like i don't care yeah. like I just want to, you know, just be, like, grubby and nasty just for... Not even nasty, <laughs> just, like, you know, like, I just don't care. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, it, it's not always, like, a constant thing. However, I do have the... Or, like, I do understand uh, the 
both sides of it because you know like mm-hmm. you, you you go through your periods you know it's not yeah 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 yeah, yeah the, it all depends every season. on what the flow is you <laughs> every know. season has its reason because i go all through those things. flows too i did yeah. that tutorial like i consistently took a shower just because it became a habit and i liked how relaxed i felt after the shower mm-hmm. so i had that habit for a little bit and then so yeah habits are constantly changing <laughs> like yeah. and it's like food right you'll be hooked on one food for a really long time and yeah. you just drop it like a bad habit and you go on to the next thing it's the same thing with everything else so mm, anyway <laughs> anyway now that we I talked know. about I was like, now that we really did for the last <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> hopefully we inspired someone either shower a little bit more or maybe you're showering a little too much but I don't think you can be too clean so no judgment here no judgment at all yeah right but, um, yeah, but be yes. sure be sure to wash up you know <laughs> just just in general <laughs> On, honor yeah. your body honor the temple uh, wash up <laughs> get yourself clean oh my gosh yeah because there have been those videos going around oh my bad have i seen what Mm-mm. i was gonna say because there have been those videos going around of people being like yeah like maybe i'll shower like insert number per times a week like oh maybe if i feel like it or like with their kids they're like yeah i don't i don't make them bathe like every day or even every other day it's just like kind of when we feel like it and then people mm. being like, uh, you probably want to clean your children or you probably want to like clean yourself more than, you know, this one time per week. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing know. is you're creating habits for your kids now because as they get older, they say, oh, well, my mom didn't shower me or bathe me, you know, for two weeks. Therefore, I'll be all right. And they become mm-hmm. an adult and they're not showering for two weeks. And it's like, um, you probably should have had at least 12 showers by now. <laughs> 12 know? to 13 showers by now. But <sighs> yeah. So anyway, we won't talk about other people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However, like how it shows up. Because then like, I don't know if you saw that meme or like the picture where it's like the upper chest and like maybe like the like hip area, maybe upper thigh like covered in red and then everything else is like in a different color and it's like how many people like wash the other parts and it's like most people are like just covering like just washing the red part you know kind of like the chest the armpit and like maybe right in their pelvis area and then everything else they don't clean you know Mm -hmm. and people being like oh yeah the water runs or like the soap runs and it's like um or that's you not can, how that works you we know. know what race is doing that because that's like the, the race that doesn't use washcloth like so i just you gotta get every nook and cranny y'all like you gotta get behind the Literally. ears you gotta get your back natives we know the back is the hot spot you know in the sweat house so make sure you get your back you know you gotta get your belly button that's probably a very underrated oh place yep. in between your toes on like on the, the insides of your feet near your ankles like those are the little hot spots that people don't really be paying attention to but yep. I'll, I'll challenge you with one thing get a white washcloth that brings out <laughs> everything and everything you have, have not been washing so i'll do the, i'm gonna give everyone this challenge with the white washcloth test <laughs> go ahead and go out and get you a nice washcloth if you don't have one you can get it for like six for a dollar at the dollar uh, store yes. and go see your dirty spots because you know ain't nobody people walk around like their shit don't stink till you get a white washcloth and that brings out all the so true. Yep. Oh. Um, or even just like a hotel visit, like go to a hotel because mm-hmm. <laughs> like oftentimes they'll have like the, the white linens, right? You're white. Uh, and when you leave that exactly. thing, it'll be light brown. <laughs> like, it'll be beige. <laughs> 
hilarious being like, oh, I don't even want house cleaning to see this. Let me fold this up and just put it in the corner. Jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, growing up, it was the uh, behind the ears. I think it was Beetlejuice where, like, Beetlejuice's mom, like, the cartoon Beetlejuice, um, would, like, check behind his ears to see if it was clean. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, always a big one for me. I would, like, check behind my ears to make sure. Like, I would, well, clean there. And then, yeah, yeah like, you know, check with my tower or whatever. Be like, yeah, I, I clean behind my ears. That was, like, you know, one of those nook and or crannies that, uh, you know, often go un, unnoticed or unwashed or unattended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a big one for me growing up. Uh, and then the one that's making me laugh right now that keeps kind of coming up, at least in my Twitter sphere, um, is... Uh, I guess here we go into the adult part. Nay, uh, 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 one's Tietzen. Um, uh, oh yeah, that don't make uh, any sense. Why you know, would not uh, people not get up in there? I mean, I mean, I don't get up <laughs> in there, but I'm saying, like, you know, do a little sweep. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and for for our non uh, Nimi Putem speaking people, uh, one's Tietzen is their their rear end or their buttocks. Yeah. Um, you know, we're getting um, real deep with hygiene today. Like, real deep, eh? uh, <laughs> how deep, nay? How deep is it? No right, jokes. Uh, <laughs> well, because yeah, because like I, I feel sorry for some of these people because I yeah, even yesterday, like I saw a video of like this like girlfriend talking to her man mm-hmm. and being like, babe, like when you shower, like do you like get in there and clean everything? And he's like, no, like the water runs down there. Mm-mm. Like it, it just runs through and that takes care of it. And she's like, wait, so you really don't like clean yourself in this area? And he's like, no, the water like runs through there and that's enough. It takes care of everything. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you poor thing. I'm like, you live with that. I'm like, that's your man. Um, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm like, who? Uh, I'm like, ooh, you're in the trenches, girl. Because uh, I can't imagine. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's just wild. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how we got there. It's just wild either, some of the places that... Make that... sure y'all are watching all the spots. <laughs> all of them. Again, honor your temple. Uh, <laughs> and lather up for all of the dark skin folks out there. Make sure you put lotion on, y'all. Like, oh. you can't be out. It's getting... It's, it's turning into that season we're where getting the there. ashiness yes. is gonna be loud so yes. you know please don't don't hurt yourself you don't need to be out here crusty and cracking like put some lotion on when you get yeah. out of the shower that's like just routine for me like just as a kid it was just my mom like did you lotion up like oh no i gotta go back in there and you know that's when i'm like five or six years old so it was just that's been a habit since i was like a baby basically is to lotion up but not everybody does it and it's so weird to me sometimes because it is such a habit and that's just something that we've done in our household to where you know if i am staying at somebody's house and they just hop out dry off and then put their clothes on i'm like wait you missed a step (laughs) but then i gotta remember like that's just me growing up to like you know oh you know that's just understanding everybody's different (laughs) yeah so, it's a whole process. And I think, oh. think just being a person of color, it's a process kind of for anything when it comes to our hair, when it comes to our moisturize, you know, moisturizing, everything is kind of a little bit mm-hmm. of a process, but it's worth it. There's <laughs> steps involved without a yeah. doubt. I I definitely can be better about my wintertime moisturization because, yeah, sometimes I, I let myself go and I'm like, oh, my poor legs, they just hate me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... My bad, y'all. I'm like, I swear, uh, I'll be better. 
Uh, so yeah, that, that's a good charge for me because yeah, it is starting to get colder and I'm noticing that I'm breaking out the sweatpants more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, to like, to stay up on my skin. Uh, cause yeah, I feel bad for her sometimes. I, I am one of those people who will be like, I'm just putting on some sweats anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no. then it's like, no, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take care of myself. Like, oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like that alien meme. And it's probably like so old, nobody remembers it, but there's this like alien that's just laying on the ground and he's like all gray and like just staring at the sky. And he looks, <laughs> and so many people compare them to like, compared that back in the day to like people who are ashy. And so that's what I think of is like <laughs> when my legs get super ashy, like I forget to put lotion on, it's just straight gray. I'm like, oh yeah. Lord, I just throw my. <laughs> Try to pull my socks up or pull my. I'm like, hopefully nobody sees it. Uh, ashiness be real, and make sure you're out there using your chapstick, guys, because we don't need you know you don't need to be crusty. Um, uh, Loki is not lips. even crust that's for the me. Worst. I'm I'm afraid of like a lip split. It's been a while yes, since I've had that's one. That's what it is. That's yeah, what when it you really get that is. split lip, oh my gosh, it hurts and you so feel bad. It. You feel it like yeah. you just you laugh at somebody's joke and you're like, oh, you little dog, you ripped his pants or something. <laughs> like, oh no, and you just sucking on that lip for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, and then you know it won't go away for a while. You're gonna have to deal with that pain for a minute. And I'm like, yeah, uh, it's not worth. It's, it's not worth it. It's not it's worth not it, worth y'all. It. Just moisturize. Just moisturize. <laughs> My favorite what, chapstick is the Blistex, the round one that come that you got to use your finger to scoop okay. out. But I use the okay, blue yeah, one, the yeah. medicated one. Even though yeah. there's nothing wrong with my lips to where I need the medication, I just love like the way it makes my lips feel. So that's like my go-to chapstick is the Blistex. You get at Walgreens for like $2.99. Oh my. And it lasts forever just as any other chapstick. There's only been one chapstick in my life I've ever finished. <laughs> and oh, I was word. so proud of myself. Like yeah. a single unit? Or like mm-hmm. uh, one brand you're talking about. What do you mean? Like, 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 like one physical piece of chapstick that you've only ever finished, or like one type of chapstick ever in your life. No, like one unit. Yeah. Like okay. One yeah. Chapstick. Yeah, like one <laughs> physical piece that you yeah, ever not only like finished. Got a it. whole bunch in one brand. No, because that'd be insane. But um. No, I mean, most people, I feel like, lose their chapstick before they... Some people probably have went their lives without finishing a chapstick. That's a very normal thing. That's why I'm so proud of myself for finishing one in my life. It is an accomplishment, it without is. a doubt. It is. It's a very underrated accomplishment. <laughs> 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 uh, but that's, like, my favorite my favorite chapstick. Uh, I'm the Burt Spees person. I was uh, I've mentioned Burt that Spies before. Wow, you expensive. Because I used to have so <laughs> I, many yep. Burt Spees back in the day. <laughs> so many. And I mm-hmm. lost all of them. I had like a little addiction for a second to where I had like 10 Burt Spees and I just kept buying them because they have all these different flavors or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I lost them all. Like, I don't even. <laughs> then I was like, I'm like too irresponsible to keep spending $5 on this chapstick and losing it. <laughs> so I like my little bistick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like that's the thing. Like, be becoming very aware of it. Um, I I check my pockets before doing laundry because uh, mm-hmm. I've lost many a chapstick to my pockets. Uh, and then, like, I'll keep. Uh, so I buy the four packs from uh, the store of the Burt's Bees. I just get the original. I I've tried the different flavored ones or like different. I guess it'd be called flavor. I know. I uh, questioned it when I said it too. What I yeah, guess I mean, like, we're not it, supposed to eat it, but I mean, it's edible. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, it it has a, it, a smell. It has kind of like a yeah. taste because it's on your lips. I right? want to say scent, but then it's okay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever, whatever the you know whatever what the thing about, is. Y'all. Yeah. Y'all know. Yeah. Y'all know what we mean. Yeah. Um, 
So then I'll keep them in designated areas. So like I'll keep one in the bag of my backpack. I'll keep one in my car. I'll keep one here uh, at my desk. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like then I just have them in designated areas. Uh, And then I have one that's like always a travel one that kind of like stays by my wallet. So then it goes in my pocket. Then when I take my wallet out, I take it out of my pocket. I put it by my wallet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have a couple that just stay in rotation. Um, And then I find that that helps me to like finish them. That Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Just by keeping them in physical locations rather than trying to like keep one with me until the end. If that See, makes I sense. To, I'm very goal oriented, so I always keep one <laughs> on me. I'm like, I'm finishing this chapstick. This is the chapstick I'm using, and so I always keep it in my spots. Like it's like, okay, I, it's always in my pocket, or it's always in my pocketbook. And if it's not there, then it's by my like I have my key spots of where it's at. But I just stick with the one, and then when I'm done, I get another one. Like I'm very yes. okay. <laughs> I'm very one and done kind of person. Like I don't, I don't like having two. But the thing is, I don't like clutter either. And my sister would tell you yes. <laughs> she hates it because she's the complete opposite she's a low-key hoarder and so i like i only like having what i need <laughs> i love how chloe doesn't like contribute to this podcast by any means there's so much she's her so, business is so out much. there <laughs> so she's like people she know me. so much about me and i haven't said a single word <laughs> i'm sorry chloe i love you so much <laughs> oh, but um yeah, so you're contributing to the black point. indigenous experience. You, you are, know, you we're, are. we're amplifying, we're amplifying voices Your here. Voice for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my poor sister, I just not talking about her because once she catch up, catches up, she'll be like, Michaela, why'd you say that? <laughs> she owns it now because I just accused her of it so much, and then I'll show her, see, you are this, or you do do this, and she'll be like, okay, yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> oh, you got evidence, I guess. Okay, you got me, you got me. I got me. receipts, plenty of. <laughs> Oh man. But anyway, yeah. All this talk about taking care of our lips, I definitely busted out my Burt's Bees and I put on um, my top coat, my my Fenty Skin. Uh, This is the uh, Cherry Treat uh, Conditioning Lip Oil. Uh, It recommends that you put it on twice a day. So, like, I'll put it on uh, after I do my uh, teeth in the morning and Mm -hmm. then uh, right before bed, like, after I do my teeth again, I'll put this on. Uh, It Mm. tastes so good, or I not really taste like it. Again, like it smells good and like it's run around the lip area. It's not like I'm eating it. Um, yeah. yeah, it has like this really great scent um, and it's uh, beautiful on the lips. It's meant to like condition and, and, and help to moisturize your lips by putting mm-hmm. it on twice a day. So yeah, all this lip talk, I was like, I'm actually just going to put some on right now because uh, yeah. I, I want to coat her up. Also, I saw, sorry, not to get super excited. Yeah, very excited because actually this is reason for excitement. Uh, Rihanna in the life uh, coming back to us right now. Yes, tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Not, not even tomorrow. Well, technically tomorrow because it will be after midnight. Yeah, midnight tonight. Uh, so it's about Ooh, 5 p.m. Yes. Uh, here on the West Coast and nearing 8 p.m. on the East Coast. So here in the next four hours for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Which means it would be for you, too, right? I, I just assume so, it right? Because it would go off the East off. Coast time. Yeah, so like East yeah. Coast. Um, yeah, the, so at, at uh, 12 for Friday the 28th, the new Rihanna song. It's going to be our first song in like six or seven years that's been released. Dang. Right? SZA. Oh, I think, isn't yes. it SZA? And she's hopping on with, with her, right? Is it is it a feature or is it, are they doing it together together? 
Uh, I think they're two separate songs. Uh, so SZA's oh, song okay. "Shirt," um, which she teased at the end of her music video for "I Hate You," I want to say, or maybe it was for um, "Good Days." Uh, I have to look it up now because it's been a minute. Um, I think it was at the end of the "Good Days" video. Um, SZA, because I don't know, if, like last year, SZA was putting out her music videos, and she would put like a snippet of another song at the end of it. Mm, okay. uh, so she kept doing that. Um, oh yeah, because it hit different. Then she did a snippet of "Good Days" after that, and then when she did the "Good Days" video, she did a snippet of this shirt or of this song called "Shirt." And mm-hmm. so now this song "Shirt" is going to be released, um, like it, it's full song and apparently a video uh, featuring Lakeith Stanfield, which ooh, Daddy Down, uh, <laughs> who also was the feature. He was the video girl, the video vixen, a. Eh? Uh, on her shirt, on her uh, video for "I Hate You," mm-hmm. um, which kind of came out randomly, uh, it was like a fan pushed moment. Uh, anyways, moral is Sis is coming out with the song "Shirt" and the accompanying music video, and then Rihanna's coming out with her song. I can't remember what it's called, uh, like "Take Off" or "New Beginning," or I'm gonna look it up just because it'll bother me. Otherwise, uh, "Midnight Tonight," "Lift Me Up." There. Okay. It was the first thing on my Instagram, just Rihanna's face. Ooh. 12 p.m. Uh, tonight, midnight Eastern. Okay, so she clarified there for us. Uh, hashtag lift me up. Uh, so ready. Uh, and this is one of two songs apparently on the new uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Yes, I heard that. I heard about that. <clears throat> yeah. Does it come out so- next weekend? I believe so. Yeah, uh, uh, it's coming out soon. I didn't yeah, know I think if it's the eleventh. The week following. Yeah, I okay, think November eleventh. Yeah. So I think two weeks we have until that. Uh, They're already and... promoting it because your girl was in Tarjay mm. as usual, like every other day. I go there, but I went Come there yesterday, on. so you know I'll be back tomorrow. But I went there and I seen they have the whole. It was so dope to see. I'm, I need to put it on my Instagram story, but it was like it was awesome to see, and it was monumental to see at the same time because, like, in the toy section, they have like a Wakanda whatever setup, and it's like the main setup, and so they have like the dolls, all of the characters. I'm like, dang, look how far we've come. Like seriously, wow. like in yeah. the African attire, like I'm just like this is so dope, like so dope. So yes. can't wait to watch that. Anyway, uh, yes, Rihanna will be on that soundtrack. Yes, uh, also her um, Savage <clears throat> Fenty show, uh, Volume Four, will be coming out on the ninth. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Wakanda Forever is on the eleventh, November eleventh, and then uh, Rihanna's new fashion show will be coming out on the 9th which they air on uh, amazon prime video mm-hmm. um and the third volume the last one uh Kwana chasing horses in it uh, oh wow yeah i just watched it That's the other crazy. week and and she's in the scene with cindy crawford i was like how iconic for you to be booked in a rihanna fashion show and it's you Seriously. and one other person and cindy crawford like what mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, insane Look you at know again yeah. <laughs> right wild yeah. Uh, the big thing that I wanted to say about Rihanna, uh, well, obviously we have the Super Bowl coming up yet. Yeah, the one thing that I saw that really excited me today is that, uh, because I use her Fenty skin and beauty products, so I use like the full face stuff. I have like the body scrub. I have the face mask. I use the Fenty parfum. I also use the Fenty, uh, like buttercream lotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I use Fenty products down. Uh, for like my skincare, she came out with a uh, dark spot remover 
uh, that Ooh. just started getting promoted today. And for mm -hmm. me, dark spots are like such a bane to my existence. Mm -hmm. Every blemish that I go through, like anywhere on my body, like I will have a dark spot Leaves for dark like spot. Yeah. for like a, like three months to a year. Mm -hmm. guaranteed so every time i get like a zit i'm like uh okay this is gonna stay with me forever and it does like mm -hmm. every every blemish that i ever have i have a dark spot that lasts forever and ever and mm -hmm. one of my friends who uh actually works uh in like she she has a she has a spa so she does like facial she does uh peels she does lashes and all this stuff she's you know done all the certifications schooling all that forever and keeps keeps up with the different trainings she broke it down like as to why that happens with like the melanin production and like how it's this and that uh, which really made sense it was like oh my gosh that makes all the sense uh, anyways it really excites me that now i can add to my fenty uh i guess fenty treatments and within that uh having something specific to help treat uh these dark spots to remove them because yeah it, it is like one of the things that annoys me the most in my life is getting dark spots uh, mm -hmm. based off a of little blemishes and so I'm really excited about that so thank you to Rihanna for stepping that part into the game and I'm excited for all the other things that she's bringing to the world yes shout out to Riri <laughs> you know maybe we'll get a sponsorship from Fenty oh my gosh right just full Fenty <laughs> no. boxes but um I just I just joined the Fenty wagon oh no actually no I'll take that back because like three or four years ago I got her highlight but I wasn't like I switched over to another highlight like two years ago. But anyway, I'm back on the Fenty, on the Fenty train and yes. I got um, some foundation because I usually use Lancome and I was like, well, now I'm, I'm in that, I wouldn't even say a phase. Now I'm solidified in wanting to just use as many black owned brands, native owned brands, just yeah. People of color brands in general, and so I'm like, well, I want even though Lancome works amazing for me, I'm need, I'm ready to make that switch over to finding another foundation. So I finally got a new foundation from Fenty. Haven't used it yet, but I'm very excited about it. I have her mascara, and I have um, her lip gloss, which both of those I just absolutely adore. So I don't think this should be an issue. I'm super excited to see how that comes out on me. And I do want to try her skin line. I just, me and my sister, shout out to Chloe again, <laughs> was in Seattle last weekend and she, we had to go to Sephora and she was like, oh, I want to try all of her products. I'm like, I didn't even know she had a skin line. So the lip thing I'm totally down for. So Heck I'm yeah. excited to see where this goes. I'm excited for everything Rihanna. I'm excited to hear her song. It might be the only one she drops and uses at the Super Bowl because, you know, she thinks she's slick and we know what she's doing, <laughs> but I'm all totally down for it because, you know, we're all going to listen anyway, even if it is the song that she plays at the Super Bowl. Who knows if she'll drop anything else, but we're super grateful. So um, I'm excited to kind of see her performance on that as well. I don't typically watch the Super Bowl. But um, I'm always game to see I didn't how mean the scoff. performances were. <laughs> yeah, me either. I'm like, well, I everyone's like, she's gonna about to be pushing her new, or she's about to be pushing her makeup, and now it's we get a be song. Makeup we're like, tutorials okay, be grateful and, because and, this and is probably the only show. song you're gonna get. It's gonna be all her Fenty products. I love. I wouldn't even be mad at her. Like she's such a boss in her own right. Seriously. But um, speaking of billionaires. Oh, <laughs> go off. And ex-billionaires. Oh, my gosh. Kanye gosh. West, Lord have uh, mercy. He's been breaking the internet, and he uh, is no longer a billionaire. So wild, right? Have you caught that wave a little uh, bit? I feel like I've been, like, 
tumbled in the wave. You know, like when like you're in the ocean and you don't know which way is up because the wave just keeps <laughs> crashing. That's how I feel. Yeah, uh, I've just been floating around long, <laughs> sipping my lemonade out of my coconut with my shades on, you know, watching that tsunami on the other side of the ocean uh, because he is a hot ass mess. So a, anyway, let's just kind of backtrack a little bit. I'm not going to get into everything because the boy is crazy when he says everything that he says. And so he done fell off years ago. He was canceled yeah. for me ever since the whole MAGA hat and slavery was a choice. I was, I mean, I listen to Gold Digger, but that's about it. So, like, you know, everybody misses <laughs> Black Kanye and they want to hold on to him so so tightly, but he's been fell, he fell off a long time ago. Anyway, yes. um, he's been saying some, you know, very hateful things about a lot of people, Black people, because, you know, he put up the whole White Lives Matter t-shirts on the runway um, alongside Candace Owens when she'd she been canceled. You know, all skin folk yeah. ain't Kim folk. And she also did, you know, the whole, the very hateful speech towards Jewish people. And that was like the last straw for so many people. And yeah. so Adidas dropped him, you know, so they were just like, no, we can't take it anymore. So by him getting dropped from Adidas, his value, his worth, his, his, his net worth was $1.8 By Adidas alone dropping him, he is now worth $400 million. So I'm like, that's a big chunk of change. <laughs> like, and... I'm kind of curious to see where he goes because when you take someone's money, you're start you you know they're gonna feel as though you're taking their power away because then realistically they they kind of are, and so not only has Adidas dropped him, but Instagram and Twitter dropped him at one point. He's back on Instagram, but he has been dropped before. Oh word! I didn't know he's back on IG. Okay. Yeah, I just saw that yesterday, and then Gap has dropped him. JP Morgan, Def Jam, Balenciaga, CAA, which is a part of his um, own. They did a documentary for him. They pulled that documentary. Um, MRC, which is a TV production company. Foot Locker. Peloton was like, we're not playing no more of your music on our on our products. TJ Maxx pulled everything off their shelves. Athletes such as NBA player um, Jalen Brown and football player Aaron Donald was like, nah, he's not, that's not cool. Um, Madame Tussauds in London said, get that Word. statue out of here. So oh my gosh. the list is ongoing and I don't blame them whatsoever. Kanye is just, he's a mess. And honestly, you know, everybody keeps, you know, he goes in those circles to where, you know, he brings up his mom or, you know, he has this issue and everybody just right back on track with him. I'm like, nah, this guy has not changed whatsoever. Like, you know, he needs help, but it's not something that I feel bad for because it's like, you can only play the victim for so long. And like, everybody sees this track that you've been on. And I seen the interview, I think with Fox news, I was at the airport yesterday and I was like, well, you know, I got time. Let me see what's going on. And so, cause I didn't know why he got dropped from all these things. I saw that yeah. on Instagram that he got dropped from <clears throat> Adidas. So I was like, well, let me see why he got dropped. And so I seen most of the interview, it's like 13 and some change minutes long. And so I watched probably like 11 minutes or something. And he does sound batshit crazy. Like he's just like, he, he doesn't, he spirals off into all these other stories when he's being asked one specific country a country question and the, the interviewer has to okay so you know bring it back to and he just doesn't make any sense and like it's just like he was sitting there with a necklace of a what is it called when you get the picture of the baby in the stomach Penis? i don't know why i'm blanking no 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 what's the picture ultrasound called? ultrasound yeah 
Yes, 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 yes. I <laughs> we think got there. Uh, I was like, a little bit first. <laughs> bring it back. No, but bring it forward. Um, yeah, so he's sitting there with like a necklace of an ultrasound. The guy's like, so what's this? So why is this on you? He's like, I'm very pro-life. You know, I think all babies should live. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, good job, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, black babies specifically, they... Um, we we give up too many of our kids and we shouldn't be aborted black babies and blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Like, it's just all of it just isn't adding up. And it's crazy because even my best friend said this one time. She's like, Kanye's going to, like, literally have a meltdown while the world just has to sit back and watch. And he doesn't even know what that he's having a meltdown. And I never mm-hmm. forgot that she said that because I'm like, he's starting to get there to where everybody just isn't supporting him a lot of people aren't supporting him i'm sure he still has ones that hold him down but i'm like what is he gonna do once he's like officially just like people are done with him yeah but it's it's wild to see thank you for getting that list i was looking for the list when you brought it up i was like oh i gotta find the list because yeah it's like right exactly yeah yeah yeah. Uh, like caa the the agency that like represents him like boom you're gone jp morgan like being like, oh, you can't even bank with us no more. Like, get your money out. You've got 30 <laughs> days to get your yes. money. Chase Bank being like, you're, you're done. You know what I mean? Bro, like, PSC, that's, you that's... ever try to cancel me? Just kidding. <laughs> you know? Uh, and then the athletes who are part of, like, Donda Sports, which I guess is, like, his agency. And then mm-hmm. he, I remember how he's, like, There's doing Don, Donda. The, the Donda School or Donda Academy yeah, or whatever. I saw that, too. Um, they apparently didn't that closed. Them. I just saw today that it closed. Oh, really? Today? Yeah. Yeah, I just looked at something today and it said that um, at first, like they didn't pull out, but their percentage or their entry rates totally dropped and they lost so much more money or something. So now, yeah, I'm not surprised. It probably was just a matter of time because some of these people supported him and then obviously he just kind of crossed the line and then that's it. But the thing is, I think like he's been doing things that are just off, but then now to be doing them so back to back to back like this, it's just insane. So, yeah, I just I don't I don't I've I've been done with ever so ever since slavery was a choice. I was like, you're tripping like seriously. Yeah, I I gave it a chance. So I I gave Jesus is King a listen. I gave it a single listen through uh, and then. I was trying, um, and I, I just couldn't. I was like, no, this isn't a thing for me. Uh, and then the Donda album, when that came out, I, I talked about it on the show. I was like, oh, I like this album, you know? I, and then uh, I gave it a li- I listened to it for like a week. Uh, and then I just, I felt too gross. I was like, I can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, even if there's like good beats, even if there's like good songs that I like, it doesn't, it doesn't, justify or not even justify it doesn't it doesn't do enough to like yeah counteract the the damage and uh the the dangerous things that he does you know mm-hmm. uh because yeah there's a lot of repercussions that come with it and yeah and it's like uh, i try i tried uh past tense and then now it's just gotten so over way over you know like he's gone through his divorce and he's done the things to like endanger his children uh, mm-hmm. speaking out against his children in certain ways, you know? Um, and then, yeah, like putting, putting their, the name of their school out so that people know like, Oh, this is a high profile person. Like, you know, now they know exactly where to go and find that's his kids. Crazy. Like, why would you endanger your kids? You know, yeah, that's insane. Uh, you know, that's, that's wild to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then again, then now here in the last like month, all the crazy things that have just been like stack, 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 stacking on top of each other. 
where it's just like, bruh, like, yeah, it's go like, somewhere. are people going to understand? Because even seeing black people with all the Yeezys and everything, I just yeah. never got it. I just feel like back when he was doing that whole MAGA thing and the the TMZ thing, it was just like, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Like from yeah. there, I was just like, no, I'm good. Like everybody else Absolutely. can be on the way, but like, I'm, I'm chilling. It wasn't like, okay, you're done with, you're canceled or whatever. It was just like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to engage as if I don't have to engage or whatever type of thing to where I'm not going out and buying any of your products. That's for sure. But um, yeah, I just feel like, especially the black community, it's like, we want to hold on. So for so much because of the way he you the way he was brought up in the game, the way he came out in the game, like, yeah, that's respectable, but people change, yeah. money will change you, and then situations will change you as well. And I think I think ever since his mom passed, which a lot of people can say that's when he really just kind of flipped that switch in a lot of ways. That was the whole I'm gonna let you finish, you know, era and yes. things like that. And it's like, bro, you really just need mental mental help. And I feel like and it's a very toxic relationship that he has between him and the black black and black culture and black people because how you can't keep forgiving this man for yes. everything that he's doing and that's just pe- and when i say toxic it's like that's just you know how it is in people's lives too lives too to where it's like okay well i'm going to keep giving this person another chance because of who they were you know and i feel like a lot of us are probably guilty of that in many relationships that we had or have at the moment you know to yeah. where it's like hey you need a this person isn't adding to you they're being more harmful than they are you know being loving towards you or caring towards you it's like you can't you can't hold on to people for the people that they for the person that they used to be you know yeah. and i feel like kind of black culture is doing that with kanye to where it's like y'all just gotta let let him go yeah <laughs> so yeah. who knows where he'll go continue after this i know he's gonna keep trying to continue like upkeep his reputation and just the way he talks so cocky about things on different platforms i'm sure he thinks he has it in the bag which in many ways he might but i don't i don't see a quick bounce back from this one necessarily you know yeah. i don't know but yeah not not to the same degree by any means yeah exactly no exactly. never 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 again you can't it's too damaged you know mm-hmm. um because then even like with all the stuff, it's like, look at who he's lining himself up with or aligning with, you know, uh, being on Fox and Friends all the time, uh, doing his interview with uh, Pierce Morgan, the, like, notorious, like, UK racist who's, like, always speaking out against, uh, you know, uh, Meghan Markle and uh, mm-hmm. any other person of color over in over in the UK. It's like, these are, these are people who are known for... Um, their defamatory views and and for their prejudice and, and and racist views and yet these are the people that you're going and doing your interviews with like why are these the people that you're aligning yourself with candace owens mm-hmm. even on top of that where it's just like girl that enough lets me know you know i'm like the the people you're kicking it with yeah uh, you know you you are who your friends are you are your friends whatever they say i don't even know the phrase right now i'm, I'm blanking it you know like <laughs> whoever your friends are it's who you are whatever that is yeah. yeah it's like so these are the people that you're kicking it with these are the people that you're putting yourself in in community with uh and then you expect you know us on the other side to like still accept you when you're, it's like no these are people who are very anti us uh mm. so clearly you're anti us as well and not even just from that also from the things that you're actually physically doing and saying it's yeah. ugh, i don't know it's it's too much uh it's I'm crazy like, because yeah 
Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's crazy seeing, like, Kansas Owens, because, like, your girl, you know, she likes a good book. And so I'll, like, I'll go down the aisle to go see what books that the store has. And, like, her shelf is always full. Like, don't nobody want her book. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but I'm like, mm, you probably shouldn't release another one. Right. So. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, then, too, it is kind of scary to think, like, so now that this major decline in his uh net worth has like just boom like come out um i did see uh, somebody being like what's gonna happen when like when anybody hits rock bottom or when anybody gets backed into a corner like losing this much wealth of course he's still going to be very wealthy and in, in a lot of ways you know because he has so many things yet uh so much of that like going away in such a quick amount of time mm-hmm. and at a certain point he's going to find himself like alone and stranded and and obviously without or with only a percentage of of the resources that he had before so then mm-hmm. what's the reaction going to be on the other side of that you know like once that comes in like once that settles you know because right now it feels like a a fall it's a decline um oh, for sure and, and at a certain point you you're gonna hit and then after that hit what's on the other side you know what's the oh girl he snapped or you know yeah. like what is that it because it's still coming even though oh, the things sure. that are happening right now are bad enough once once you lose everything then it's like what's the reaction on the other side of that because it's mm-hmm. probably not going to be pretty and if this no. stuff leading to that is already not pretty can you only imagine what that is going to be I know. That's, it's, that's it's a scary sad. thing. The scary thing is he doesn't even realize he's wrong. Like, he doesn't feel like he's wrong in anything that he does. It's, there's no apology. There's no, I was wrong. It's always, like, something else, you know, some sort of excuse. Or, this is where actually what I was coming from. Or, y'all ain't really hearing me. Or whatever. Like, when are you going to take accountability for the things that you do and the things that you say? Yeah. And it's like, what's going to be sad is, you know, he already looks homeless. But I just feel like at some point you're going to see you're going to actually see him on the front of a tabloid of him being homeless or him going crazy or him snapping on something or just not looking right. You know what I mean? It's like you really need to catch yourself now. And I'm sure you get plenty of DMs. You get plenty of your friends that say, hey, it's time for you to get some help. At some point, you need to listen to them because you're you're falling you're falling hard fast and he doesn't realize it. So, yeah. Because well, then even like the, even within the circle, like of the celebrity circle, you know, like all the celebrities, it's, it's a big fraternity, a big sorority. It's a big mm-hmm. social circle, you know, yeah. to have the status and stature, all of that. Um, yet with a liability, it's like, even these friendships can only go so far, you yeah, know, because we liability. still live in a, in a public sphere, you know? So like, I don't know how much, you know, he's going to be at certain events and certain brunches mm-hmm. with these people, you know, all these other big names who are within that same social circle and one that, you know, he's earned his way in by his music and, and his other business ways, you know, from earlier. Yet now, now because of like the mouth and, and the actions, it's like, ooh, girl, like we can't really have you around no more, you know? So mm-hmm. then, then what does that even look like when you're getting shut out? Uh, from these social circles that you feel like, oh, you know, like I'm I'm friends with Hope, I'm friends with Diddy, I'm friends with these people. Yeah, it's like, oh, girl, we can't have him around, like, because yeah. if he comes around, he's, you know, it's a it's it's a bull in a china shop, like it's it's gonna bust everything up, and we're trying to have a, a cute tea party, you yeah. know. And uh, Hope already kind of already cut ties a little bit. Like he don't 
he basically like yeah Kanye Kanye needs some help like he's he's being Lauren Hill a little bit by some you know it's I love Lauren Hill but like you know yeah. when she, when she had that moment to where you know what is it Wyclef was like yeah no I really do wish her well it's the same thing with Hove to where it's like he's doing he's 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 been saying that for years now about Kanye and it's like yeah his circles are going to be limited and even though it may seem four millions obviously a lot to people like us but at the same time it takes you know it takes big money to make big money and so who knows what his investments are in etc and especially if he has that cocky mentality it's like oh no I'll get it back I'm going to give you this or whatever like that's you know who knows what his I don't really care about his finances. It's just the impact that he's leaving on the world. It's 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 not a good one, and I don't even know if he could bounce back from that. No matter what he really does, he tried to get like get the black community back by doing the whole gospel albums and things like that, and mm-hmm. we hooked on it, you know. And I think I don't know this one. The White Lives Matter thing is just crazy to me. So right. I mean. He's he and regardless though I feel like he's used, he's probably losing more people that he's gaining so I don't know. It is crazy that you talk about like the toxic or like the attachment to like toxicity or like a uh, toxic relation. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how so many people do latch on to that that like ride or die mentality mm-hmm. where it's like you know I've put in so much time I put in so much work I've I've done all these things. So no matter what, you know, we got to be together. That like, oh my gosh. That's what they call the struggle love. And that's you know, when I, right. and it happens beyond just relationships and partnerships. Exactly. It happens within friendships as well. Yes. And even family. It's like yes. holding on to something that just, you know, once was, but no longer is. It's like, we're supposed to, we're supposed to change. We're supposed to evolve. And some people just don't, you know, and our mm-hmm. timings are off. You know, some people, that's what I think I had to realize. I think with a lot of my relationships and friendships is I had to understand that people had their own journey to take and they're just because I might be here doesn't mean that they're here yet and I'm sure I was that person for some people as well but I think you know it's it's very hard to walk away from something that you just grown so attached to and you loved at one point and you cared for at one point and letting it go you right and it's crazy because people would rather be uncomfortable and disrespect themselves and it sounds like a really harsh word to use but that's what it is you're not respecting yourself when you're around people that are holding you down like you're supposed to evolve just we're supposed to change and if you're changing for the right direction and you know if this is anyone if i can give this advice to anyone right now who feels like they're going you know going through this right now like walk away like that's going to be the best decision you've ever made for your life because if you feel like you're on the right path but you're holding yourself back a little bit for a person who doesn't realize where they are it's one thing to try to help some person one person it's one thing to try to be open with and you know communicate with and they're actually putting the work in and trying but for those people that just ignore it or lie to themselves or you know put that energy onto you when you just don't deserve it and you're going in the right direction like any advice I could have is just like keep going towards that direction yeah. go with your gut when it comes to your you know your path and your success and you know so i don't know I, but but yeah so that's it's very toxic <laughs> yeah it's super cheesy yeah i loved how in i believe it was like the last season of empire um that 
Cookie Lions, uh, Taraji P. Henson's character. Mm-hmm. I love um, using Taraji. <laughs> right down. Uh, today was a, a beautiful wash day for me, and I used my Taraji P. I um, a shampoo and conditioner. I didn't have the the scalp scrub, which oh I love. Is this sugar scrub that oh it feels so good on your scalp if you use it? Uh, it's like sugary and like mentholy, like mm-hmm. mint, so it's just like this burst of just like aromatherapy while you're also just like cleansing your scalp. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. great. Uh, moral is uh, her character Cookie, as flawed as she was. Uh, and then Cookie and Lucius, they've had this, like, ride-or-die relationship ever yes. since they were teenagers, and then they're up in their 40s. They have three kids together. They've run businesses. They go back and forth with their drama, mm-hmm. right? And there in the final season, I was so happy that they put in that, like, Cookie was finally cutting the tie. She was like, mm-hmm. I can't keep doing this trope of ride-or-die love. I can't just keep showing up for you when it's uh, working adversely for me in my life, when it's counteracting mm-hmm. the changes that I want to make. And that's where, like, you get the scene of, like, you know, I got I to gotta choose me. I got to put me first, Lucius. I got to yeah. put me first, you know? And, and, it, and it really is that. Um, and as cheesy as it was, it also felt very monumental to be like, yes, remind, you know, our, our black and brown uh, communities that, like, we don't have to keep holding on to these things uh, mm-hmm. because of time and, and, uh, and experience, like we can choose ourselves, you know, yeah. when, when you know that like, yes, again, the ride or die mentality, like, Oh, I said, I'd be there through anything. You it's know, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to leave them. You know, uh, mm-hmm. they show that in uh, what's love got to do with it with I can anime, yeah. <laughs> you know, where it's like, Oh, yeah. you're going to be another one of those suckers anime who leave me. You, you, you going to leave me like, like everybody else in my life. You're going to leave me like, yes, mm-hmm. because you are not a good person, mm-hmm. you know? And when she finally, you know, and that's like kind of one of the things that I just watched that movie recently. So that's why it's showing up in my <laughs> I life. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. You know, yet like Angela Bassett's character, you know, Tina Turner and, Anime, but luck, you know, she's like. Every time, every time I say every time I think of Angela Bassett in in uh, what's love got to do with it, I think of Kiki Palmer's um, <laughs> doing her imitation. imitation. <laughs> now I can't not laugh. It is not a funny movie, but like now exactly. <laughs> anyway, y'all can go reference that. You can go see. Continue. Um, yes. Which we'll talk about Kiki here in a second. Uh, anyways, yeah, but then uh, the, that character being like, you know, who. You know, they show in her backstory how her her childhood, she dealt with, dealt with abandonment. So then, like, here now in her adulthood and with this man who's, like, being like, oh, are you going to abandon me? Are you going to leave me like everyone else? Like, no, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to be one of those people to her own detriment, you know, to her own physical de- detriment, to her own spiritual detriment. Where, you know, she's going through these different uh, physical and, and emotional and, and uh, verbal abuses. Uh, mm-hmm. And even work abuses, because technically, you know, like the employer and, and you know, yeah. her being the performer and whatnot, uh, you know, so all of these things to her detriment and then finally making that choice being like, I can't do this no more. Like it is mm-hmm. not good. Uh, and so, yeah, like those those cinematic things uh, showing up and being like staunch reminders to be like, you know, like I know that this is something that we glorify that that often gets glorified and. Uh, in our media, in our culture, or even just like, um, not even, even that, like it can be through family being like, you know, that is a good man. You know, he may be bad to you in all these ways, but look, he's doing this one thing for you. So therefore mm-hmm. that qualifies as a quote unquote, good man stick by that person, uh, regardless of all their faults. Like, no girl, yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, so it doesn't even have to just be media. You know, this is also like 
coming through like our our our, our families and in our communities and you know things that are told to us by our elders uh, and so now being like able to recognize that like no like i gotta put me first lucius like you know i choose me you Lucius. Know? exactly though <laughs> uh, um, that's such a heavy yeah. statement i choose me yeah i love hearing that yeah and that's on the new kendrick album you know i chose me i'm sorry I chose me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not singing it well yet. Like at, <laughs> sorry, at the end, you know, he's he's talking about like his therapy journey, like how he was like fucking up throughout his life, and then now he's he's going through like his sobriety phase and like really starting to understand like how he was being, you know, all these things that weren't good, and how he knows that it came from his upbringing, and then finally being like, oh, you know, like I know that there's all this stuff, so I, I really got to choose me. I I got to choose my goodness in order to like prepare or to create a good world for the two young lives that he now has uh, as a father you know mm-hmm. uh so yeah it's like i gotta choose me like i i chose me um i'll i'll be done for a second um actually i'm not going to be done <laughs> no, uh, because you mentioned it. kiki uh and i finally got to see nope in the past week Finally, uh, I'm so yes. glad you saw it. Now you just gotta get to the woman king, but yes, yes, no, that's, that's a step. Yes, still that's gotta a step. Because Till's out, and that's gonna <laughs> yeah, that's yes. your next one to see as well. So oh, you gotta catch up. <laughs> I'm catching up, and and I watched Geronimo. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't know if you clocked it, and it's on my story. It might still be up right now because we're within the 24 hours. Uh, however, in, jo- in Geronimo, they talk about soyapos. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah and I said, wait a second. I was sitting here beating, and then they're like, oh yeah, uh, after the after they do this with the yaki, then they're gonna go to the soyapo and get their money. And I was like, the soyapo? I was like, what do you know about soyapo? Yeah. Like, I wonder if I caught that. I probably didn't. I watched it a while ago, but huh? Yes. I probably wouldn't catch. Sometimes maybe I won't catch things because I'm. It's so common, especially if it's something on that's Got in the it. background because I yeah. hear it so often. But I'm pretty sure that's something I would catch. But because well, um, so yeah. like. I've mentioned before my great grandpa. Uh, he played parts and and he he was down in Hollywood. He was a uh, part of the uh, Screen Actors Guild for extras. So there's like there's one for like people who do like primary work and then one for extras, a, a different union. Um, anyways, yeah. So then he's in a bunch of like old Hollywood movies. Uh, you know, he's in movies of like Elvis Presley and John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe, like you know, playing the native. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what they talk about. I've heard elders in my family talk about like how, you know, they would just like riff because a, a couple like Mimi Poo would go down there and, and do the this work uh, and how they would just riff. Uh, so there's like Mimi Poo tempt in some of these old movies because they just mm-hmm. needed some native sounding language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they would just go down there and say, you know, Kuswa Luxa and, you know. So, I don't know, yeah. uh, whatever, just like whatever, like couple words here and there. So there's, there's apparently uh, like in these old movies, like little bits of Nimipu tipped from um, mm. these native actors. And so then I was wondering with that last night, I was like, I wonder if that was something like that kind of like came through too, because it literally is Soyapo. And I'm mm-hmm. like, unless like, I don't know, that's that's another term that means something else for other people. I was like, um, the way that I was using context, I was like, that's Nimipu tipped down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, it, it was making me laugh last night when I saw that. That's awesome. Now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. 
And I watched it thinking of you. I, I added it to my list. Uh, that and no. Did you watch which... it without the subtitles? Or no, the subtitles? It, that was the other thing that I was <laughs> cracking up at. Because then I, it was right in the beginning and they were, they were speaking. Uh, and I, I looked up and I was like, oh, they're not translating it. So I was like, let me put these subtitles on. And then there were so many speeches uh, that were in Apache that I was like, Oh my gosh, like Michaela was missing all of this. There was so much said throughout this whole movie. And they didn't translate all of it, yet they did translate a good amount of it. And I was like, she missed so much. (laughs) So yeah. Okay, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Right. I had no idea what you were saying. So I need to actually go back and watch it a second time oh. so I can I can see what they're actually saying. Yes. Uh, I uh, didn't know because normally they automatically put subtitles in there if it's not yeah. English. So I'm like, okay, like they're just is none. So yeah. once I actually went in and physically put turned on subtitles, Time. <laughs> I know, so I gotta go back into it. And I was uh, like, oh, maybe my native vibes are working for once because right? I've been broke. But I was like, oh no, I feel you, brother. Eye to eye. Like, I know what you're saying. And <laughs> nope. Um, oh my gosh. Anyway, so movies, movies, movies. I actually, what have you been watching right now? Well, then the other two that I, uh, uh, so I've gotten back into Netflix. Like I was saying, I, I've been away from Netflix when I got back in. Um, mm-hmm. And I watched Love and Fury. Uh, which uh, follows different uh, Native Indigenous artists. Wait, uh, that's on Netflix? Yeah. Love oh. and Fury, I believe. I'll double-check it right now. Uh, and it's a Sterling Harjo production. And uh, it actually has uh, a Nimipu artist in there, uh, Julia Keefe, who is a jazz singer that uh, lives out in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, you can follow Julia Keefe online, Instagram. It's at Julia Keefe Official, I believe. Uh, J-U-L-I-A-K-E-E-F-E Official. Uh, check her out. Uh, she's absolutely amazing. Uh, and Nimi Poo, you can also find her at JuliaKeefe.com. J-U-L-I-A-K-E-E-F-E.com. I didn't mean to do that plug. It just came about as we we're going. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's shown in in Love and Fury. Um, uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, documentary uh, Netflix now available. Uh, filmmaker Sterling Hadro follow Sterling Harjo follows Native artists as they navigate their careers in the U.S. and abroad. Artists explore the immense complexities of their own identities as Native artists, as well as advancing Native art into post-colonial world. Okay, I'm going to ask a stupid question, probably. How do you spell Fury? Because I'm on Netflix right now, and I want to find it. Uh, F-U-R-Y. Oh, pff, I knew that. I didn't, but I did. Okay, yeah, I see it. Cool. Yeah, love, love and fury. <laughs> and then the so. other one that I watched was Giving Voice. Uh, that one's also on Netflix. Um, and That's so funny. All these like native movies popped up. Indian Horror. Oh, Tiada. Oh yeah, Tiada. I saw that one too. I mean, I don't know if they're actual. Indian Horse is really sad. That's I think that's like okay, the hockey we'll one. Watch that one. <laughs> yeah, residential school. Yeah, I mean, it's good, and then it's sad because is it like yeah, Sundance. It's, film? Yeah, it's it's a feature film that I guess is Sundancey. Um, yeah, and it follows like this young man, um, and then him like being sent to boarding school, and you know, the rest. Yeah. Um, another one that I watched though was Giving Voice. 
Um, so six ambitious student actors auditioned for the prestigious August Wilson monologue competition, oh, culminating in a riveting final round on Broadway. That's on uh, Netflix, too? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think I watched that one a while ago. It has, like, Denzel and Viola in it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, oh, I, yeah. I really I enjoyed that one. one. Um, August Wilson uh, being a playwright... So many people don't know who he is. It's crazy. I was at the post office, and this was, like, last year probably, but I got, um, I always, like, I I always buy, like, the, the, the stamps that have any type of, like, black people on it. Because my dad, I remember my dad going to the post office, and he was like, if we don't buy them, they're going to start stop making them. And so now, yeah. like, every time I see, because I do need stamps, and so when I do go to the post office, I always try to, if I notice that there's, you know, somebody... Um, that's black on there. I'll buy him. So I got like I have a whole like sheet of August Wilson um, stamps, and I remember being in line, and one guy was like, "Who's August Wilson?" And then because it was in I was in Connecticut, and so it was, it was um, the the worker was black, but then the guy was black too, and they were like, he was like, "Who's?" The, I guess basically he asked for the August Wilson stamps, and she said, and, um, "She's all right." I'm totally just blanking. Okay, that's not what happened. You got it. <laughs> I don't know why my mind. But, like, basically, she asked him if he wanted August Wilson stamps, and she he said, well, who's August Wilson? She goes, who's August Wilson? And, like, I was behind him, and I didn't yell it, but it, I literally, under my breath, said, who's August Wilson? Like, because they're so, but it's not our fault, you yes. know? Well, I feel like, well, mm. there are levels, because he is from, you know, he wasn't, like, an elder or anything. I understand when our elders don't really know who, who some of the people in our history is, but um, to be of a decent age I feel like you should know some people you know not that may not have to be everybody but anyway um yeah so I always try to buy try to buy those stamps and so I saw that movie um or that show you're talking about giving, giving voice, voice that documentary like, man how cool would that be to like have that in Lapway rather than going through like yes. Shakespeare and all these you yes. know, old white people that we've have been in schools for decades upon decades I'm like that would be cool to get that you know, blueprint into yes. into our own tribal schools. If not, of course, have our own, if we can get our own, you know, stories in there, first and foremost. But I think having an array of black and brown plays within our high schools or even middle schools sometimes would be really cool. We had Sorry, the exact same thought process. <laughs> no, no, that was great. <laughs> Can't get uh, my story that, straight. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for that. And that's the exact same thought process that I had watching this. Um so for people, yeah, August Wilson uh, was, or yeah, was an American playwright. Uh, he's uh, been referred to as theater's poet of Black America. He is best known for a series of ten plays collectively called the Pittsburgh Cycle, which chronicle the experiences and heritage of the African American community in the 20th century. So yeah, he literally wrote ten plays, one for each decade in the 1900s. Um, a couple of those include uh, Fences, uh, The Piano Lesson. Uh, Ma, Rainey, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Joe Turner, uh, Joe Turner's Come and Gone. So yeah, these uh, like uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. You can also watch that on Netflix. Uh, uh, Viola, I believe, is the lead in that. Um, in Fences, Viola's in that the the feature film with Denzel. I don't know if that one's on Netflix as well. Um, and yeah, these plays, you know, uh, experience the the African American or excuse me. Uh, show showcase the African-American experience throughout the different decades. 
Uh, and so, yeah, I, I thought of the same thing too, Michaela. I was like, one, this is great content for like, um, for our, for our schools and for, for everyone. Cause they, uh, they showed in giving voice that documentary, how not every student was black. Um, yet they still were like, Oh, I identify with this because you know, it gives voice to like my Latinx, uh, uh, heritage or like my East Indian heritage, like whatever it may be, like, you know, that, that thought of, of, you know, these experiences that, uh, are illustrated throughout the different decades. And so, you know, I'm sure the exact same can be said. And so one, I'm inspired to go and read these 10 plays. Uh, and then two, yeah, to figure out what are ways that we could potentially, you know, if, if it's not, August Wilson directly like who who are the playwrights too that we can bring in uh, that help to chronicle you know the experiences uh, for our for our youth and for our community not even just for the youth you know being able to have community theater you know um, through throughout uh, the different generations uh, so yeah I, I felt such inspiration watching uh, that documentary and it just made me want to get in action not only for myself also for the community yeah yeah. yeah, and those those moments are awesome when you're watching something, watching, reading, listening, anything, and you just feel so motivated to kind of make a change not for your own people, your own community. Those are great moments, and the hardest part is getting over the hump of making it happen, of course, and taking that leap. And people, not, not a lot of people stick through the uncomfortable or of the trying to do something and maintaining that momentum and that motivation to actually make a change in their community, but... Um, I think it would be awesome to to be able to do that within our own within our own communities to start. I think that would kind of shake shake our shake it. What's the word? Kind of shake the ground a little bit, especially within our area and outside of those areas. Um, but yeah, another thing that I'm or one thing that I started watching was Hair Tales by Tracy Ooh, Ellis Ross. Yes, yes, on Hulu. I recommend that, and it, it's it's awesome to watch because you know we know how there's struggles with hair, and then we're sitting on that in between, you know, between mm-hmm. Nate being native and black, to where you know how sacred we are, and uh, at least for our native side, you know how sacred hair is along with some of the hairstyles that we, we may do from our braids to wearing it down. Like we have things that we do out of sacredness of our hair and so do black people as well. And then, like I said, being on that in between to where we don't quite quite have black, so quote unquote black hair, but then don't have native hair either. And yeah. being able to, it's, a, it's to just being on that spectrum, <laughs> you know, yeah. is very relatable just in general. So I highly recommend Hair Tales for anyone to watch and to understand. I think it, I think it's for any race, honestly, because I think anybody watching will learn something either about their own actions and how they may devalue that. Or I think just walking away, you'll have a value for people of color and what that, what their hair means for them. Um, anyway, it's a great, great, great show. They only, they're releasing episodes, I think weekly. So I only, I only watched the first two. I haven't checked to see if the next two are on there, but, um, the first one is Oprah and then the second one is Issa Rae and I love me both of them. So, and I love me some Tracy Ellis Ross. So, um, it's a very great show. Hair is a topic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. And that, thank you for bringing that one up. Cause that is one that I want to watch too. 
I know I saw on Twitter some someone being like, oh, I know what Oprah thinks about hair, and I know what Issa Rae thinks about hair, and then I want to see what da 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 da. And I was like, oh, I forgot about this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's one to go and look at uh, or go and watch uh, to take in because yeah, definitely down. Yes. Um, before I forget, we did talk about cosmetics earlier, and I did want to shout out um, Ashi 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 Beauty. Um, uh, on Instagram, you can find them A H S H I B E A U T Y. It's the uh, Dene uh, and Na. I don't I don't know how to say black in in, in Dene, um, but Navajo <laughs> and black owned and operated uh, beauty. Uh, cosmetics line. Oh, I love it. Uh, yes. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's dope. How do you spell that again? Uh, A-H-S-H-I Beauty. B-E-A-U-T-Y. Uh, so, Ashe, Ashe Beauty. Um, excuse my pronunciation. Um, yeah, Navajo and Black uh, Cosmetics. Awesome. That's uh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm going to check uh, that out for sure. Been featured in Cosmopolitan, uh, Harper's Bazaar US, as well as InStyle Magazine. Um, so yeah, definitely go and, and check them out uh, as we talked about supporting uh, Black and Indigenous uh, cosmetic companies. Uh, so yeah, we do have our, our Robin Rihanna Fenty. Uh, and then we also have, um, yeah, other options like our, our first Native our First Nations, First Native American Prestige Beauty uh, company in the country, it says. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Check them out. I love it. Yeah, I love, ooh, I love this tagline. Um, changing the beauty industry across indigenous nations, or excuse me, across sovereign nations. Come on. I love it. Yes. I love it. All snaps over here. Yes, bringing an authentic voice to the beauty industry. So, uh, definitely another option uh, for our folks out there to check out. Dope, dope, dope. Everyone, yeah. we've been dropping gems <laughs> on gems this last 30 minutes. Go ahead and follow all those people. Watch all those films. I hope you get motivated just as much as we get motivated. And I don't know if we're closing it out or not, but I just want to leave people with this. You know, I challenge you to choose you. That is the the homework (laughs) for all of our listeners find ways to where if you feel like you are devaluing devaluing yourself in any aspect of your life no matter how small or how big it may be you know i choose you I, i challenge you to choose you and to put yourself first and to stop dealing with the things that you just no longer want to deal with it's okay to walk away from things if you just no longer feel motivated you're holding on to something just because well it's not that strenuous but if it's an inconvenience that you i challenge you to let that go and um tighten up those boundaries a little bit i've been loving this book on boundaries oh my gosh i'm not even getting to it again for like a third episode i'm still reading it come Um, on i'm actually i actually bought one and i want to there was only one on the shelf otherwise i would have cleared the shelf but um, I will be putting that book in Lapway's little free library. So I will yes. be shipping that over within about a week. So expect it within a couple weeks. Um, I want to get some more in there because it's such a great book. And um, that challenge will be a lot easier once you read even the first couple chapters. So um, everyone, I really do wish you a great week. I hope you walk away you know, walk away with the end of by the with the end of this week feeling more motivated and learning something new. You know, not only do I challenge you to choose you, I challenge you to learn something you never learned before. I challenge you to ask questions that you know have been resonating in your mind. Um, so, 
everyone, I guess we're closing it out. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm closing it out, yeah. even though I didn't even ask Helen. That's that good to me. Do. <laughs> um, I just I don't know. That's I just I'm feeling more motivated from just the things that we've referenced, and it just feels so good to see and to support change makers. That I want to encourage other people to be change makers in themselves. You don't have to have this big change by just adding a little of something is promoting change you know buying a book that you've read and you liked and putting that book in you know and making it accessible for other people that's that's a change maker so i want you guys to find little ways to become change makers and act on your dreams and your goals and paying you know finding a way to pay it forward i think kellen is a great representation of that um and so i love being able to sit down and feel motivated when i get back up but um Anyway, I just want to leave. I was like, what did I do? However, thank you. Everything. I'll I'll receive it. That's an understatement. Anyway, maybe I'm just feeling the anointing right now. Just going. I see you're giving all these free gifts. Come on, then. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) I just, I think, I really did enjoy our conversation, even though we're talking about dirty butt cracks. You know, know, I think by the end of this, it it was was an amazing conversation, and I just want to say I love y'all. Yes. <laughs> Down for it. Until the next. Please. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. As always, it's a pleasure to be here with my crew, simply talking our Black Native talk like we do. There's a whole lot more for us to discuss, though, so stay locked in. You can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shout outs to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at Quantum Theory Pod, and you can also find us on Facebook.com backslash Quantum Theory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotskiyapihechnu. See you next time.